0: Alright, hello everyone. Uh, today is January 10th, 2022, and it's it's a Monday. Uh, you may be listening to this on a Tuesday, uh, but we have some breaking news here in Chicago. Uh, some news that we have been waiting for for a very long time uh, have have been announced and have come, and we need to talk about it. Now, this happened Monday morning. Uh, it was expected to happen any basically between yesterday at about 3.15 central time to now. Um, we just didn't know what what uh, format it would happen or who would it be or how many it would be. Uh, but we expected it. Uh, so if you have been living under a rock, Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace have both been fired by the Chicago Bears. Two moves that we wanted here in Chicago uh, need to start with, obviously, you never want to root for somebody to get fired. There's a there's a sense of real-life situations. They both have families, yada, yada, yada. We obviously don't wish ill will towards them personally. But if you're going to suck at your job for four years and seven years, you're going to probably get fired. So I don't have any remorse for uh, wishing them to be fired because – If you suck at your job, you should be fired. Uh, You've had multiple chances, and you finally get fired. But I'm not going to celebrate either. Uh, I got a lot of text messages and uh, got a lot of comments of like, hey, it happened. It's finally happened. It's finally here. We're not done. We're nowhere near done. Uh, So I held off talking because I wanted the announcements from the Chicago Bears. I'm sorry. I just uh, took my sweatshirt off because I'm getting hot. had to turn my heater off. I, I'm sweating, sweating bullets. But I waited because we knew that there was going to be a press conference from George McCaskey, so I didn't want to get too excited yet because he, if anybody, could bring down the excitement uh, significantly, and he did not disappoint. Let's start. Let's start with yesterday. Bears were up fourteen to three at halftime. On the Minnesota Vikings, both teams out of contention, both teams probably firing their head coaches at the end of the game. Down or up 14 3 at half. In the process of that game, the Bears had five fourth down conversions. They went 0 for 5 on those fourth down conversions. Three of them were for one yard or less. On all five of them, they did not run the ball once. And one of them was a pick six. So. I get the 4th and 8 and 4th and 5, you're not going to run it, whatever. Three of them were 4th and 1, and you have David Montgomery in the backfield, and you don't even use him. Today, David Montgomery said something really nice about Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace about how he was thankful that they took a chance on him. Yeah, they took a chance on you, but they never used you as a running back. He, He should be up there with Jonathan Taylor leading the league in rushing if you just ran the damn ball. But you idiots didn't, and that's why you're sitting at home without a job today. Anyways, David Montgomery had 20 carries yesterday, which is, which is a miracle, quite frankly. Uh, Andy Dalton, their guy, Pace and Nagy's guy, 48 pass attempts, two interceptions. One of them was a pick six, multiple sacks on fourth down. It just ran backwards and laid down. Justin Fields has the potential to run around and, and get rid of the ball, which he's made some rookie mistakes. But Andy Dalton should not be making rookie mistakes. He's been around for a very long time, and he should not be making those mistakes. But that's your guy. That's the guy you guys wanted at the beginning of the year. You idiots. So that's yesterday. Blow 14-3 lead at halftime. They lose 31-17. to I'm worried that if the Bears had hung on in that game, one of these two would have stuck around. So actually we should be thankful that the Bears lost yesterday. But <laughs> I just it's sad. This is so sad. We're treating this like we just won the Super Bowl and we fired our head coach and general manager. Tom Brady goes out and wins Super Bowls and celebrates them accordingly. Uh <laughs> Aaron Rodgers wins Defender uh, NFC North champions, Oops. Uh, and and he celebrates them accordingly. We fire our leadership, and we want to throw a parade. We're the saddest franchise in sports. and it and I hate when people say that they have it so bad because they don't have it as bad as we do. Because the Lions, the Lions don't have it as bad as we do because they don't have the expectations that the Bears have. Nobody expects the Lions to win. The Bears get expected to win. And then they do this consistently year in and year out. Tommy, why aren't you happy? Your guys are gone. The guys that you wanted fire are gone because this is half of the puzzle. Not even half of the puzzle, which we'll get into. Don't you worry. Oh, don't you worry. I listened to 59 minutes of George McCaskey just. With us and like just waiting to hear him say words, wanting to hear George McCaskey say words. And he did not disappoint and completely disappointing. So we'll get to it. Don't you worry. Let's talk about the resumes of the two young men that got that lost their jobs this morning. Ryan Pace, seven seasons as the general manager of the Chicago Bears. His record, 48 and 65. 48 and 65. Seven seasons. Three head coaches, like twelve quarterbacks, forty-eight and sixty-five. Matt Nagy, Nagy, four seasons, a thirty-four and thirty-one record, by my account. Uh, okay, you got over five hundred. One year he won. He went twelve and four. His first year, went twelve and four, won the NFC North. Those were twelve of those wins not he got over a third of the wins he had in four years in his first year really really take that in uh Steelers Mike Tomlin's been around for forever he's never had a losing season Ben Roethlisberger he's gonna retire not having a losing season before that Bill Cowher I mean he was around for forever right they've had like three head coaches in 60 something years the Bears have had three head coaches now since I've moved up here in 2017. Three head coaches. I've been here for let's see. Do the math. Almost 5 years. This is my this is my fifth year here. And I've had three head coaches now. I will have had three head coaches now. What the actual hell? Why do I why do I watch this team? Why do I love this team? Matt Nagy, he was hired and he was labeled as the offensive guru. And he uh, he interviewed and wanted to help develop Mitch Trubisky. He helped draft Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City, saw the blueprint of him sitting, wanted to create wanted to create that in Chicago, but skipped the sitting part because he had Mitch and Mitch had experience. He played the played most of the back half of uh, the last season with John Fox, showed potential, can move around. Can throw the ball. Matt Nagy said, I can work with that. But he was too busy with his own stupid agenda, with his stupid play calling to develop the quarterback into what he needs to be. So, year one, he goes 12 and four by miracle, mind you. Offense sucked, defense sucked. They go 12 and four because the, the North was non existent, get bounced in the playoffs because of a double doink, whatever. That's another Ryan Pace move. Hey, let's get rid of Robbie Gold. Uh the number one point uh the number one point getter. He holds the record for the number of points in Chicago Bears history. He's done. He's washed up. Let's get rid of him. Let's get Cody Parkey. That was a Ryan Pace move. Twelve and four in year one for Matt Nagy. Then he goes eight and eight. Then he goes eight and eight again. And then six and eleven this year. Three straight seasons. So take away the 12 and four. We already established that's over a third of the wins that he got here in Chicago. Let's take that season out. Let's focus on the last three seasons. 8 and 8, 8 and 8, 6 and 11. Offensive guru, three straight seasons below the top 20 in offensive production. I. How do you get a head coaching A head coaching job, like you give some guy a job in the NFL. How do you get it so wrong? Three times. Mark Trussman, terrible. John Fox, terrible. Matt Nagy, terrible. Fired Lovey Smith, who took the Bears to a Super Bowl, took them to an NFC championship, was the number one seed twice. Fired him because things weren't changing. But we had to wait seven years for nothing to change to get rid of Ryan Pace. I'm not gonna sit here and be glad that we finally fired him when we should have fired him two, three years ago. He should have been out the door and the next GM should have picked the head coach when we when he picked Nagy. Imagine where we would be then. Can't. Because we suck. We might always suck. Ryan, Ryan Pace. No, 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 no. no, no. I want more on Matt Nagy. When you watch a game, head coached by Matt Nagy, just stop at halftime because you've seen everything that he's going to do. He's not going to make any adjustments for the second half. He's got a game plan. He's focused on his game plan. He's going to do whatever it is. It doesn't matter if the Bears are up 17 to nothing, if the game's tied at 10, or if they're down 37 points to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's going to do whatever his play sheet says. No adjustments, no nothing. This is what it's written down, so this is what I'm going to do. And he said it. He said it. Game after game, he said that that's what he does, and that's what he's going to do. I'm the head coach. I'm the head coach. I'm the head coach. I'm going to call the plays. Okay, now Bill Lazor's going to call the plays, but I might still call the plays. Well, now you're going to call an Uber and get the hell out of Hallis Hall. Ryan Pace, seven seasons, 48-65 and 65 record. Now, granted, when he came in, it wasn't pretty. He was in New Orleans uh, and the uh, McCaskies and Phillips, Decided that they were going to take a chance on him. Uh, bring him up to Chicago. See if he can fix the Bears. Great. Mark Tressman didn't work out, obviously. That wasn't his hire. Whatever. I know I said three earlier. Mark Tressman wasn't his hire. Uh, he hired John Fox. But it it is worth noting that the ownership basically told him that he had to hire John Fox. So we'll get into the stupidity of ownership here don't you worry that's going to be the majority of this thing I just want to go in on these guys because this is going to be my last chance Hired John Fox because ownership wanted him to that's fine can you hear that I'm out of breath I'm an asthmatic I'm out of breath I'm out of breath talking about these idiots hired Matt Nagy remember do you remember anyways before Matt Nagy Uh, Hired John Fox, and (laughs) and then he signs Mike Glennon. You know, Napoleon Dynamite with the neck that's like three feet long. Three years, $45 million. $45 million for three years. That's what Mike Glennon got from the Bears. Do you know how many games he started? Four. Four. Then, right after signing him to the three-year $45 million deal, Trades up in the draft, one spot, he goes from the number three pick to the number two pick to get Mitch Trubisky when San Francisco wasn't even going to draft a quarterback. They would have had everything. Like they, They said all they wanted was Bosa, and they got Bosa. Regardless, they were worried that the Bears were trading up to get Bosa and then were relieved when they didn't so they could get him anyways. So they got Bosa and all these draft picks and the Bears got Mitch Trubisky who granted the guy that they wanted and we'll get into Mitch here in a little bit but that was a completely unnecessary move to trade up and get him and then to have Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes go after that does terrible things to not you I don't care about you Ryan Pace I care about me you know how many times I have to hear daily you could have had Patrick Mahomes. You picked Mitch Trubisky. I love Mitch Trubisky. I would have loved Patrick Mahomes, too. I would have loved Deshaun Watson. But guess what? If any of those guys were in Mitch's shoes, they would not be where they are today. Patrick Mahomes would not have a win in the playoffs. Deshaun Watson would not have a win in the playoffs. He may not. I don't remember. No way that they're the star power that they are if they come to Chicago, because you're not allowed to throw the ball more than 12 yards in Chicago. That's pr- that was proven with Mitch. Mitch has the arm and the ability to go down the field. Yes, it wasn't pretty, but you have to develop an arm to go down the field. If you give it time, it works. If you consistently try and give him time, it works. He was not given a chance. He was not given the time. Because it didn't fit Matt Nagy's system. Because Matt Nagy, you have to mold to Matt. Matt doesn't have to mold to you. You have to mold to Matt's system. And that's why he's never going to be a great coach in the NFL. He's not. Uh, he wasn't even that great of an offensive corner, and he had one spectacular, magical year in Kansas City. Bears did what what somebody's going to do for Byron Lefwich and just emptied the load on him. And then he comes and he screws it all up with Ryan Pace. (sighs) Trade up to get Mitch. Hired Matt Nagy to fix the offense and develop Mitch Trubisky, which we got into. Neither of those things happened. Um, (laughs) Then, after a couple years of Mitch, they have to make a decision on Mitch. It's make or break. He needs to be the starter, and you need to make a decision in in the year, in 2019. Or was it 2020? It's last season. Not this past season, but the season before that. Need to make a decision. So what do you do? Sign Nick Foles for three years, $24 million. Right there, that's $69 million to Mike Glennon and Nick Foles. And we're not even done. <laughs> Nick Foles gets that job because he had a relationship with Nagy when they were in KC in Philadelphia, whatever. I don't care about Nagy's history. I don't care about Nagy anymore. I don't have to talk about him anymore. But Ryan Pace, sticking with this guy, says, yeah, I'll get you your quarterback. I'll get you your guy. All right, great. What does that do? 8-8 eight and eight season? Awesome. Oh, we got to play in the Nickelodeon game. You know why we got in the Nickelodeon game? Because Mitch Trubisky somehow took Matt Nagy's offense to the playoffs twice. Dave Wonstad goes on 6 to the score a lot, and I love Dave Wonstad. He said... Yeah, with this roster, I haven't been coaching, and I don't even know how long. Especially in the NFL, I could take this roster to the playoffs. It's not that hard, because he knows how to run the damn ball, and he knows how to make second half adjustments. Signed Andy Dalton, after that didn't work, so now Mitch is gone. Nick Foles is here because you got him for three years, twenty-four million. Signed Andy Dalton, one year, ten years. one year, $10 million deal. Prove it deal. Promised him the starting position. Pisses Nick Foles off. Now Nick Foles wants a trade. Oh, hey, I got an idea. Let's trade up in the draft again and go for Justin Fields. But, ooh, even better. Let's draft him and then probably not play him and not even give him a chance to play. Yeah, let's make that public. That's a great move. That's Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy working together. Now, of course, Andy Dalton gets hurt, Justin Fields starts, Justin Fields struggles, but I'll tell you what. If we went 6 and 11 this year and Justin Fields started every single one of those games, didn't get hurt and, you know, and he showed flashes and he learned, we'd have a different story today. Then going 6-11 and with Andy Dalton kind of starting and Justin Fields kind of starting. Maybe throw Nick Foles in a couple times. It's just because you guys are idiots and can't make a damn decision. And here we are. Now you two don't have a job. Congrats. Kick rocks. I don't care. So they're fired. I was fired up and I was ready to say goodbye. I was happy this morning. Oh, I was thrilled. It was awesome. Had a great morning. But I knew there was something coming. I, I did write a couple blogs for Fansided, so check those out. If you go to TommyExperience.com, there's a link on the front page it will take you to the Fansided, uh, my portfolio there. Wrote a couple blogs this morning about both the reactions of Bears fans of Nagy and Pace being fired and then what they need to do next. And I'm going to give you a little insight of what they need to do next at the end of this. One of them was maybe 20% done. So we get to the press conference. George McCaskey, who is uh, the spokesman for the Bears, owner of the Bears also, uh, technically owned by the McCaskey family, but, I mean, George is not McCaskey, which this is going to be really funny here in a little bit. George McCaskey comes up. First off, he scolds everybody for the actions of the high school kids who who is chanting, fire, naggy, at uh, Ryan or Matt Nagy's son's football game, which I'm sorry, like yeah, that's terrible. But it, it, you're you're a head coach of a professional franchise. Like I'm sorry, like it it shouldn't be the kid's fault. It's not the kid's fault, but it, it that's what happens today. I'm sorry, but that's how you open your press conference, is scolding people that have already been scolded, like. <laughs> I mean, this organization is just a joke. He did single out David Montgomery and Roquan Smith and thanked them for being outstanding players who gave it all, every play of every game. And, man, I wish David Montgomery got more of a chance to do that. Roquan is just a monster, and they're both due for extensions coming up. They should, I mean, max. Whatever you can throw at them, do it. Keep them. I know the running back thing with them not lasting long but David Montgomery like he's obviously got he's obviously got stuff uh built up. He has he's definitely hasn't been used to his full potential. He's not all used and washed up like maybe Jonathan Taylor will be in a couple years because the Colts actually use him as a running back. David Montgomery, he's going to last a lot longer because he's barely been used. And Roquan Roquan should be A three-time Pro Bowler by now. And uh, he hasn't even gotten one, which is fine because the Pro Bowl is a joke, but they should both get extensions. But uh, that's up to the new general manager. McCaskey goes on and says, the new GM, this is the good stuff. You ready? The new GM is going to oversee the entire football operations. Hey, hello, hello. That's what we wanted. That's exactly what we wanted but it's it it's going to go downhill from here i promise uh the primary and and when this all was happening i tried i started doing it in chronological chronological order as how george mccaskey was talking and how the questions were rolling in but then i tried to sort them because sometimes they went back to previously asked questions and stuff so Bear with me here. I did the best I could. I'm just going to go down my list here. I have three pages of notes. All right, so new new GM is going to oversee entire football operations. So he's going to be the general manager slash president of football operations. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The new head coach and the GM is going to be picked by all hands on deck, including Ted Phillips, but the final decision will be George McCaskey's. And there it is. Ted Phillips is still around. Still the president and CEO of the Bears. But kind of stepping aside from football. Kind of. Kind of stepping aside from football. Because he's still going to be the one searching for the general manager and head coach. Because he did such a hell of a job with that before. Almost 30 years now. He's... He's got to be a king at picking out a general manager and head coach because we've had so many of them. It's the same thing, the same structure, but instead of the general manager answering to Ted Phillips, he'll answer to George McCaskey, which who the hell cares? Because neither one of them should be involved in this search, but they're heading the search. These guys are morons and they're heading the search. And then uh, somebody asked later that uh, like why Ted was still on board with it. And George said, Ted still has a say because I trust him. He's going to nego- negotiate the contracts with the general manager and the coach. Great. Awesome. Love it. Because I sure trust Ted. He said, ideally, the general manager is going to be picked first, but he's not going to hold off on a coach if it's there. He said he doesn't care if the coach is offensive, defensive, special teams, a college coach, former executive, whatever. He, they're they're going to have all options. He's got a consultant, Bill Polian. Uh, he was an executive in the NFL for a very long time. He's written a couple books. Uh, he <laughs> George mentioned that he, that he wrote a couple books multiple times. So if you write a book, George might want you to help him pick out the next general manager. Uh, so if you guys are looking for employment... Uh, be looking at the Bears. But just know, your boss is going to be complete idiots. So enjoy that. He's leaning on Bill Polian as a consultant. They, and somebody asked him why he needed him, if he trusts himself and Ted so much. Uh, and he said uh, he's taking advantage of his resources. But ultimately, he makes the calls. So I'm going to take advantage of these resources, but I'm still going to be the one making the decision. Great. Because you've done so well at that, I'm so happy about that. He was asked if he should have done this last year instead of this year, and then he said that he stood by giving Maggie and Pace another shot because, quote, they earned it. The hell did they earn? Then, one of my favorite parts: a reporter questioned George's accountability and how he can keep being in charge. He said his performance is reviewed by ownership and they wish him to stay in charge. Do you know who the ownership is? Himself. He told himself, hey, you're doing a hell of a job. Thanks, George. You're welcome, George. Why don't you keep being this guy? Great. I wish I was my, like, (laughs) man, that's great. You know, George, you're sitting there. You got a 79 and 98 record since you've taken over the Bears for me. And by me, I'd be myself because I am George. And George, I got to tell you, I like what I'm seeing. I want you to stay on board. Thanks, George. You're welcome, George. What the hell are we doing? (laughs) I'm just... Ugh... He said that he did not fire Matt Nagy in the middle of the season because there was they were still evaluating the situation. What was there to evaluate? He sucks. The offense sucks. It's the same thing every single week, except sometimes you get to play the Giants. Sometimes you got to play the Packers. And I didn't even write down everybody's record against the Packers. Didn't even do it. Tweeted it out a few weeks ago. Uh, but <laughs> man, yikes. Now, now's not the fun part because they talked a lot about Arlington Heights, which I don't give a crap about Arlington Heights right now. Go. Don't go. I don't care. Don't ask about this right now. But they asked about it. And he said that Ted Phillips is going to be in charge of the entire Arlington Heights project. Great. You know what, Ted? Go to Arlington Heights. Stay at Arlington Heights and don't even call until I tell you, hey, this is going to be a thing. We're going to buy the property or, Hey, this thing, we're just going to nix it. We're going to stay in Chicago. That's the next time I want Ted Phillips to get a phone call from anybody associated with the Chicago bears. That's not going to happen because he's in charge of picking the next general manager and head coach, something that he's done millions of times. Now, you know how many times the Pittsburgh Steelers have had to do it? Three. Cause the first two guys retired. tired. They're not going to do it again until Mike Tomlin decides to retire. They asked if they're done, uh, if they're going to be done playing downtown, or if, or if they want to talk to the city uh, about renovating Soldier Field or doing something like that. They said that they would be open to talking about that with the city, but they haven't talked to them in a few weeks about it. Then they were asked if their intention was to move to Arlington Heights. And they said all they're doing is exploring and they don't even know that they, they don't even own the property yet. So there's no timetable. They're just exploring it. This went on for a couple minutes. Whoever asked the question just kept badgering him about it. And he said, uh, we're, we're just looking at the property. We have, We're just exploring the property. We don't own the property. So then later, somebody asked Ted Phillips almost the same thing. He said, oh, yeah, we definitely want to go there. It's definitely our intention to go there. So there's no, ooh, their favorite word, collaboration. There's no collaboration between the two guys about the new home. So, But we have to believe that there's going to be collaboration with their two skull-headed dumb minds in picking the next general manager and head coach of the Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears, the charter franchise in the National Football League, That's an absolute joke right now. Ownership had and has no care to instruct who plays and who doesn't. They leave it up to coaching, per George McCaskey. This was kind of in regards to when uh, Justin Fields came in for Andy Dalton and then Andy Dalton got healthy. They were trying to decide if it was going to be Dalton's job or Fields' job. Uh, there was a rumor that George said that he told Matt that it, he had to start Justin Fields, and that's why it happened. He dismissed that, asked if he had any say with them when Andy was healthy, and this is what his response was. He said, Matt asked me, his, Matt asked me my thoughts after he gave me his thoughts, and it made me uncomfortable because I didn't know, and it wasn't my call. I'm just a fan. I hope you guys are laughing. I hope you guys are having a lot of fun listening to this. Because that's all we can do now. All we can do is laugh at this bullshit. Sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I'm just a fan. It made me uncomfortable as the owner of the Chicago Bears that the coach asked me for advice on what I should do with my own franchise. I mean, can't make this stuff up. Justin Fields, does he get a say in any decisions coming up about who's gonna be his head coach, maybe even general manager? George said, Hey, I'm just a fan. I'm looking for a guy to develop the quarterback and build a team to win. He's not gonna have a say, but the potential general manager or coach can pitch in can pitch us their plan for Justin Fields. What? So then there was a follow up said, Hey, as a fan, how can you pick the general manager? He said that results, it, this is a results oriented business. So wins and losses, that's what measures success. Let's take a look at George McCaskey's record. Since he took over the team in 2011, he's 79 and 98. That's well below 500. If this is a result oriented business and it depends on wins and losses, how the hell are you authorized to make this decision besides having mommy's wallet to make the decision? Virginia McCaskey, his mother, 99 years old. We'll get to her in a little bit. How is she supposed to make a decision on him making a decision? These guys like what? Then, okay. So then later on, This was kind of asked again, and if the candidate doesn't want Justin Fields, will they be dismissed right away from candidacy? Uh, And he said said that he won't get into hypotheticals, and then he gave this vague answer of wanting to hear what their plan is at the quarterback position. And then David Ha, who who hosts the morning show on 670 The Score, uh, at first I really wasn't that big of a fan of his. But he's growing on me. Maybe got, maybe because I'm kind of turning into an old man. But he's, he's, he's building on me a little bit. He said, no, no, no. You give me an answer. If the coach coming in doesn't want to deal with Justin Fields, do we have to worry about another quarterback in this town? And he said again, he's not going to get into semantics or hypotheticals. Because the first word in David's question was if. Just shut up, George. Side note here that I wrote down. Every time Ted Phillips came on and said words, I just wanted to punch him in the face. He talks so monotone and slow, and he's like, he's talking down to you. He's like, has this condescending tone to him. And I just want to punch him in the face, which I already want to do anyways, but you're an idiot. Just just go play with your Legos in the corner. Somebody asked him uh, if... Uh, they considered anybody younger looking for a general manager, head coach combo besides he, Polian, and Phillips due to their age. And he laughed at them. I think that's a valuable question. That's a valid question. You guys are old farts and you clearly know nothing about football except for Polian. But wouldn't you want somebody kind of around the game now kind of knows what's going on? To be involved in picking the next head coach so we can go win some Super Bowls? That would be my guess. Valid question. It's just laughed at. Then, ooh, this is good. They asked about former players and uh, if they considered hiring some of them to come on and kind of consult with the new leadership pending. And he said that George said that he enjoys having the conversations with uh, the former players and stuff, but he doesn't he he's reluctant to ask them because of there's a lot of them that are involved in the media now. And there's conversations that would have to be had that would have to be confidential and like sorting out between what's confidential and what isn't whatever fine. (laughs) But we're going to get to a we're going to get to a fun story here in a little bit about former players. But he still wants to reach out and talk to the former players, which I, I appreciate, you know? Like Brian Urlacher, Matt Forte, even though Matt Forte he does kind of the media stuff. Um, I mean, there's former players that still care so much about this team. And they have a line in. Gary Fensick? Gary Fencek would be amazing to consult. And maybe they are, and they're just not saying it. But, man, these guys, they love... The Bears just and they want to help. They have the name value that us fans don't where they could go get some answers for you. Whatever. Somebody asked about Virginia. Dear, dear Virginia. Ninety nine year old Virginia McCaskey. Uh, <laughs> asked her opinion. And George said that she was asked and consulted at the table. And everybody obviously wants to win one for her and make it happen. But in regards to the season, let me know if you've heard this before. Virginia was, and I quote, very, very disappointed. Oh, we got two berries. She's unhappy. Remember when she was pissed a few years ago and then Ryan Pace hired Matt Nagy? She pissed again? Oh, oh. Ted Phillips, he was asked if he ever thought of bowing out of the general manager and coach coach conversation uh, because he's taking a different role basically heading up the whole Arlington Heights thing. He said no. Duh. Because he brings a different point of view and has 38 years experience. And his experience is good. I'm Ted Phillips. Then, Asked how he would treat it differently than before. He said he doesn't... uh, He said he doesn't regret hiring Matt Nagy or Ryan Pace because they checked a lot of the boxes and you can't ask for better leaders or better work ethic. What the actual F? It's like the longer these things go, the more these two morons are liable to say to piss all of us off and have us talking from the beginning of January to the end of August when we got to care about this stupid team again. Unbelievable. You don't regret the last seven years of sub-500 football? You don't regret my like under being in the bottom half of the league in offensive production after hiring what was referred to as an offensive genius what Ted Phillips asked about the operational structure. Oh, I'm sorry. This was George. George was asked this. I'm done with Ted Phillips, thank God. Uh he had, somebody asked George McCaskey how the operational structure would be different because Ted is still in the mix. He's still making decisions. And then George said it's still kind of to be determined because he has a lot to do and learn and he's going to be relying on the new general manager to help him. So let me get this straight. There's a new operational structure that involves you hiring the new general manager. And in order to learn how to do that, you're going to depend on the new general manager that you are hiring to help you hire the new general manager. I can't make this up, people. This is the leadership of the Chicago Bears. This is the team that I put my happiness in from August to January. They have my happiness in the palms of their hands and this is what I have to work with. Does anybody feel bad for me yet? Does anybody feel bad that I've been yelling for 40 minutes? I'm sweating bullets in my basement and I'm just wasting my breath on these morons? Thousands of dollars in merchandise and, I mean, years of hours spent watching this godforsaken team. Does anybody feel bad for me yet? I don't have a choice. I moved up here to be closer to these idiots. And uh, maybe I'm just the biggest idiot of them all because I still watch these idiots. What am I doing? This is where I every year at this point, I just say I'm done, I can't do this anymore but then for some stupid godforsaken reason i continue to do it and it, honestly most of it is because that there is this very small light at the end of the tunnel that when they win the super bowl if they win the super bowl because nothing is guaranteed that that's going to be like the the pinnacle of sports fandom I've seen the Blackhawks win the Cup. I I was too young for the Bulls, and I and I love watching Bulls games now, but I can't say I love them like I love the Cubs and I love the Bears. And watching the Cubs finally win the World Series after my grandfather, who was a diehard Cubs fan, never got to see it, and the friends that I have that are Cubs fans, and just just going on that journey that whole year and having non-Cubs fans like come on the journey with me because they knew what it meant to me that year was so magical and that is what has me hanging on to the Bears because everybody knows how invested I am in this team and when it actually happens i'm like it's it's going to be incredible if it actually happens that's what has me hanging on And I don't know, I physically don't know how much more my body can take. And I'm only going to be 28. Virginia McCaskey's 99. If she cared or if she was as pissed as I was, she'd be dead. She wouldn't have made it to 85. What are we doing? So, you remember last week, I wrote a blog about this on Fansided also. Owen Krutz is a former lineman for the Chicago Bears. Tough guy, fan favorite, captain. And he told a story about the Chicago Bears offering him $15 an hour to help coach and consult with the offensive line. Former captain for your team, and you offer him just about minimum wage to help him out, to help out with the team. Unreal, right? So they asked George McCaskey about it. (laughs) And he said, "Ah." he said, uh, he takes anything Olin says with a grain of salt, and he hopes to hear the story again in his Hall of Fame induction speech. And then somebody said, well, is it true? And he said, sometimes Owen only gives you part of the story and not the full story. And then Owen responded on Twitter and said, unreal, but I can't say I'm shocked. That's my response. Haven't talked to George since I left Dallas Hall, but he knows me well. Crazy response by him. Wow. We just talked about maybe having former players come and help the search yeah i could write Owen off of that list because you just backfired on him you dip and then right after the call or right at the end of the call we're in the 59 minute mark everybody says thank you whatever the cameras are shutting off george says go bears go bears hey that's the best damn thing he said in the whole thing That make me think he's on board with all of this go bears so that was it. If you didn't listen to it, now you don't have to. I just saved you some time. And you got to laugh at me. So what happens now? What do the Bears need to do now? Besides apologize to the entire city of Chicago. We need a we need a general manager in football and president of football operations. We need a head coach. And we need a coaching staff that's going to take this team. This team as it's structured right now, this team last year could have made the playoffs. Team next year probably can make the playoffs. Need the right coaches, need the right leadership. Who's that going to be? Don't know. Not my job. Apparently, it's not George's either because he needs help doing it, except it's his job. So, who are the candidates? Here's what I've heard I've heard Morocco Brown, who is the director of college scouting for the Indianapolis Colts, will be interviewing for the general manager football operations job. I don't know a lot about him. I'm sure he's a great guy. I want Lewis Riddick. Louis Riddick is one of the analysts for Monday Night Football, and he shows up on ESPN a lot. Dude knows his stuff. Basically, he treats every single broadcast that he does like an interview to be a general manager. He wants the job so bad, and he made such good points every time the Bears were on Monday Night Football this year. He would be genius. He knows what to do. Hire him. Let him pick his coach within two years. We could be contending. If you just get the hell out of the way, that's all George and Ted have to do. Just get out of the way. Let Lewis do it and get out of the way. As for head coach, you and I have heard it. Jim Harbaugh. He was a first-round draft pick for the Bears, 1987. Played for the Bears for seven years. Wasn't all that good, but he was still our guy. Saw what he did in San Francisco Coached there for four years, went to three NFC championship games, went to a Super Bowl, got beat by his brother. And my favorite stat, he's 4-0 against the Green Bay Packers. Sure would like to beat the Packers again, or ever in my life. Wouldn't mind it. I think he's a smart guy. How about Vic Fangio coming back and being the defensive coordinator for Jim? Vic Fangio just got fired in Denver. He He got some bad cards dealt to him in Denver. I think he's a great leader, but I think he only cares about defense. And I think he wants to come back and be a defensive coordinator. If he does want to come back in the league, you know, come back, be the defensive coordinator. Leslie Frazier, former 85 bear. He's a defensive guy. He's available. Brian Flores just got fired in Miami. Now, granted, I don't like that name a lot because, I mean, Miami had a miraculous season. They rattled off seven in a row, but who did they beat? They beat terrible teams in that seven-game span. And then their losses were to the teams that are competing for, for a Super Bowl right now, you know? They did sweep the, the Patriots. I'll give them that. But, man, I'm just so bummed. We had so much potential for this to be a great day, and it started out perfectly. We just fell short. And then the McCaskies made it worse. And that's how it is being a Bears fan. That's just what it is. Ownership is going to do something to make you feel like we're going in the right direction. And then before you really get a chance to enjoy it, they just stomp on your face. That's what it's like being a Bears fan. So, what do we do? Do we keep on keeping on? Do we pick another team? Do we stop watching football together? I don't know. That's that's your call. You do whatever you want to do. I feel like I have to physically stay with this team because A, I'm invested in it. B it it's probably gonna be entertaining for everybody listening to this. And if we get to a point where there's video, I'm sure they're gonna love it. And C, I I don't know, I just love the Bears. Love him. I hate him so much that I love him. Which, by the way, I didn't. I didn't get to talk about Mitch enough. Today is Justice for Mitch Day. It wasn't his fault. He took a Matt Nagy-led offense twice to the playoffs. Imagine if he had a coach that actually cared about him. Next year, he's gonna get a job and he's gonna start in the NFL. And that coach is going to get a really good quarterback. Could be anywhere. Could be Pittsburgh. Hello. Anyways, that's what you missed today. Thank you for listening to this special edition uh, Tommy Experience episode. It's going to be a crazy week. we got a lot of stuff coming up. Um, Tuesday takes on the Colorcast app. Make sure you listen to that maybe another two or tommy experience later this week. Maybe a couple other things dropping for another podcast, I don't know. So keep you updated on Twitter. Go to tommyexperience.com. You got all the links there. Thanks for listening. Go Bears, whatever.